Hi friends, this is Jillian and Kaylin, and you're listening to In Case You Missed It on Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on navigating the ups and downs of adulthood, from managing stress and finances to crushing your career and love life. Tune in every Monday as we share game-changing tips from our guests that you might have missed. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. What's the difference between having healthy optimism and toxic positivity? Because I think that's what I was struggling with the most, just sort of finding that fine line. So you can be optimistic and not engage in toxic positivity. And what that really means is that you allow yourself and other people to hold space for the good, the bad, and the neutrals. Being okay with also like two things at once. That was a a light bulb moment for me. I think I was listening to Glennon Doyle's podcast and she was talking about exactly this and saying how I can feel grateful and feel upset. I can be like glad to be married, but also be very frustrated with my marriage. Like you can be two things at once and they don't always line up and that's okay. We're humans, we're complex, but I feel like a lot of us are just kind of taught and believe that you have to like only feel the good part. And, and negativity is like, should be avoided at all costs. Exactly. Or even if you do feel both of them, it's like, well, I need to get rid of that bad thing um, yeah. and just get to the happy, you know, which can be really difficult and unrealistic. I think a lot of people are really afraid that if they acknowledge the bad parts that they'll get stuck there. And what I have really found through my work as a therapist is that the more people have to suppress or deny or ignore, they actually end up getting more stuck and for longer periods of time. And so the way to not get stuck is to allow yourself to be like, this is hard. This is difficult. This is what's happening for me. And then sort of shift into this mode of like, okay, this is happening. And I still need to live and assert control over my life and find the good. And so how can I give myself permission to talk about this and also maybe to do something about it or learn to radically accept what's happening in my life so it's not causing me as much discomfort? Yeah, yeah I, I relate to that a lot because I feel like the reason why I've, I have been toxically positive in the past is because I just I don't want to deal with my feelings. So why do you think we do that? Or why do I do that? Like, is it just a safety blanket that I have? Discomfort? Yeah. So a lot of people, I think, were raised in homes where emotions weren't really taught or prioritized, right? I know I was. Like, I wasn't really encouraged to show anything but happiness. And when we see this with our parents and we hear them tell us, like, I just want you to be happier. They don't teach us how to process any other emotions, it's only natural that we're going to get uncomfortable with everything else that we might be feeling. And so I think a lot of what drives this use of toxic positivity is one, that it's ingrained in us. We've heard these things repeated all the time and we don't have the skills to sit in that discomfort with other people. We just want to fix it, make it better. It certainly comes from very good intentions. I don't think people using this are like bad or toxic in some way. It's just what they think they're supposed to do. Society has become really focused on always becoming happier and happier. And I think that there's this like baseline of happiness that we just kind of, there's a name for this, hedonic adaptation or something. There's all of this research that shows that you kind of have a baseline of happiness. And so we keep trying to like unlock more, unlock more, unlock more. But it's evolutionary that you'll then just return at each level. You get a new house, you get a new job, you get a new thing. You're always just going to return to a baseline of happiness that is kind of 
biological to a degree and then might be you know situational as well but even just knowing that helped me be like okay I have to enjoy just the journey of life and not always trying to like be more happy at all times yeah and the more we focus on happiness the research really shows us the less we feel it because Mm -hmm. it becomes so obsessive we're only presented with the happy, perfect picture. And this is something I struggled with a lot right after I had my baby was it was like, everybody else is doing great. I'm the only one that's doing bad. Um, Everyone else is happy and loves every part of it. And you have to kind of remind yourself that like, there's no should, and you're Mm -hmm. never seeing the whole picture, Mm -hmm. right? You're never seeing everything that someone's going through. And how you're feeling is how you're feeling. Then you just get to decide, what do I want to do with this feeling? Does, yeah. Is it meaningful for me? Should I question it or do something about it? And sometimes it's just sitting with it because right now you're in a phase of your life that is hard and there's no way around that. Thanks for starting your week with us. If you enjoyed today's In Case You Missed It, check out our show notes for the full episode. We would love it if you subscribed, left us a comment or a rating and followed us on Instagram. See you next time.